Hello and welcome to Oh <laughs> your DMG unfiltered. You you the cause it's the flow. <laughs> cause you have to get a new flow of it. Okay, this is gonna be hard. I mean that might be a cute way to start it. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog and photography. We keep you up to, up to date on vegan news, all that fun stuff. Now, we've been off for a month. Yes, which was lovely. We haven't done a new episode since last decade. And oh my it's God, showing. so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it only took us two minutes to get the intro right. Rough. <laughs> But that's also because we did a little bit of rebranding while we were gone. Yes. I kind of, so I suggested this over the break because I kind of wanted the podcast to have its own identity outside of Two Market Girls Mm -hmm. because I think it's pretty separate. Like, Mm -hmm. even though it's still got overlapping things, it's a pretty separate entity. It doesn't follow, like, we don't talk about recipe, like the recipes each week. We don't Mm -hmm. do all that stuff. So I wanted to have its own identity and a name that kind of like if people read it, they could kind of understand what it's about. Yeah. Because TMG Unfiltered doesn't really explain what it is. If you don't know what TMG is, which most people don't, um, then you don't really know what this podcast is about. So I wanted something that kind of like embraced what we talked about and gave it its own unique identity. Mm-hmm. And we already kind of really live by camera eats first. Like our food is always cold because the camera has to get those shots exactly. before we get to eat it. And we also already have merch that's yes. branded with camera eats first from before this. So it just kind of felt right. Yeah. Um, so we got a new cover art. Yes. Did everyone see that on their phones while yes. they're listening to Did this episode? Did you get confused? <laughs> please don't don't unsubscribe. It's yes. still us. Yeah um yeah so that it kind of explains the change a little bit more still the same podcast yeah new look new name same great banter exactly <laughs> um we're gonna try and involve some more guests this year probably and things mm-hmm. like that but st- generally still the same podcast just wanted a new look and a new name yeah yeah new decade new exactly. us <laughs> okay well i guess we should go do the news yeah this is plant-based news with cat and Deb bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today, making news, are you watching the Golden Globes tonight? Are you also having an all-vegan dinner? Because they are. Of course. This was such cool news. This was. And what's interesting is that it was so last minute. Yeah. So this week on well last week on thursday the hollywood foreign press i believe is who decides it they announced that they were changing the menu which had already been sampled back in december they were changing it to a fully plant-based menu Mm -hmm. as a way to kind of highlight the importance of climate change and making changes to help slow down climate change and to just like like i like it's so amazing that they did that and they did it so last minute because I'm sure it was a cost to them to do that too. Mm-hmm. A change so last minute. Um, but it's kind of cool that they did it because it highlights the importance of like, no, we can like eat up the cost of this because it's worth it to mm-hmm. help show people that this is important. Yeah. I don't know what else was on the menu that wasn't vegan before, but one of the things mentioned in the article is they had fish on the menu before. So they've taken mm. that off. So now they'll be serving a chilled golden beet soup topped with locally grown chervil and amaranth. Yeah. The ingredients Um, are so fancy, I can't say them. um, Now, 
as the resident soup lover here. Yes. Sounds delicious, but I'm a firm believer in that no soup should be chilled. (laughs) Oh. Warm soup always. Actually, and because it is January, I mean, I know they're in LA. Yeah. I don't know what, why, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason it needs to be chilled. I don't know, but what you should do soup should not be chilled i think that we should make the soup and try it chilled and Ooh, hot we should be, we should make recreate we should recreate that's menu? what we should have done for today oh okay. oh, oh well oh well i love when we have good ideas too late we are <laughs> so good at that <laughs> um they're also serving a vegan wild mushroom risotto with roasted purple and green brussels sprouts round carrots and pea shoots this is round yeah i don't know why like are you just telling us which way you're cutting the carrots (laughs) basically or i guess like because some people do like describe when they plate something like carrot rounds or potato rounds but they said it in the opposite order which was kind of weird yeah i also didn't know that there are purple brussels sprouts oh i knew that yes i haven't tried them i don't know if they taste different or not but look pretty the picture looks pretty pretty. and then for dessert it's a vegan take on the opera cake Mm, which i fancy cake uh, it sounds very fancy it's so difficult to make yeah okay so listen to all this it's it consists of a coffee syrup soaked sponge layered with ganache yeah did that make sense yep i think so and a coffee infused french buttercream and a chocolate glaze so so difficult the audience is going to be on a sugar rush (laughs) and if there's coffee in there whoa Whoa, we're in for a treat (laughs) i mean isn't ricky gervais hosting too we are in for a treat it's supposed to be his last year uh hosting who ricky gervais is also a vegan i was just gonna say that is so fitting Mm -hmm. i didn't even think of that before long time vegan um very very big advocate for animals i love ricky gervais i think he's hilarious and Mm -hmm. i appreciate all the work he does for animals yeah it should be interesting if he makes any jokes about it and if he makes any jokes that get him not invited back again (laughs) for the fifth year (laughs) this is his fifth year doing it yeah it's supposed to be his last year actually though okay yeah so there's a quote from the executive chef from beverly hilton because that's where the golden globes are hosted so he said we had the menu with fish then we got together with the hfpa which is hollywood foreign press and they wanted to make this change to send a good message it's definitely the first golden globes that has gone vegan i also like that because like i guess because the golden globes are in january and veganism is becoming more popular and veganuary is becoming more popular there's probably a lot of people that go that are vegan for the month or vegan like have been vegan for a while or whatever Mm -hmm. it is or vegetarian or something so i feel like vegan's like the easiest way to just encompass all diets other than gluten-free but like Mm -hmm. nothing on there sounds like there'd be gluten in it maybe the cake but yeah so then the president of the hfpa has said the climate crisis is surrounding us and we were thinking about the new year and the new decade so we started talking between us about what we can do to send a signal that's so, so cool that's why they made the change i like really like that statement we don't think we'll change the world with one meal but we decided to take small steps to bring awareness the food we eat the way it is processed and grown and disposed of all of that contributes to the climate crisis powerful yo small steps is where it's at truly like big steps are great if you can do a big step go for it but like if you can't small steps are better than nothing yeah and it starts with one meal and maybe you'll convince someone to try more vegan meals because they never tried a delicious vegan meal before and maybe this meal will be delicious i feel like for a lot of people the cake could be a game changer yeah 
So that should be interesting to see the response. Yeah, I'm very excited to see if people tweet about it and talk yeah. about it and all that stuff. Uh, it makes me want to watch the Golden Globes and I'm never really that into all these award shows. So no. I'm excited. Okay, so we'll move right along. Seeing as it is Veganuary. Yes. It's also a time of year when a lot of vegan companies announce new products because yeah. they know that people With are really paying doubling attention to down. veganism. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, PETA UK released a whole list of all the foods coming out in the UK. Couldn't find a list for <laughs> things over here in North America, but that's okay. This is still an interesting list to and, talk about. And I mean, we do have a decent, not necessarily on the podcast, but we have a decent UK audience on our blog yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So. So one of the things mentioned is Casa, I think it, Costa. It's like a coffee shop type oh, place. Okay. Um, they're going to have a vegan smoky ham and <gasps> cheese toasty. So oh it's my like a God. grilled cheese. Yeah, without the with, top. Because usually a toasty isn't a toasty Well, the picture face? is just a... Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, I thought a toasty was open face, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But it looks delicious. British slang. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, smoky ham and cheese that's a great combo yeah um what else there's frankie and benny's what's that another like coffee shop type thing it doesn't say what they are i'm assuming they're like a breakfast place okay but they're bringing like a breakfast yeah (laughs) they're bringing in eight new vegan dishes wow that's a lot so it includes a mushroom ravioli okay maybe they're not a breakfast place (laughs) i don't think so they're just a restaurant yeah um a calzone Mm. hot dogs pizza hot dogs pasta burgers <laughs> and more what is this place <laughs> i don't know Do you go from calzones and ravioli to hot dogs <laughs> it's like we got into the kids menu for a little bit there yeah um mcdonald's did you hear what they introduced no in you the didn't. uk yeah i haven't literally haven't paid attention to any news over the break okay great let me tell you <laughs> they introduced veggie dippers okay which are supposed to be like a chicken strip okay veggie dippers but like interesting name really because they're really veggie they're not really oh that they're much like like a mock meat they're like a vegetarian burger like when they used to be like veggies and beans yeah and stuff. so they're made okay. with red pepper rice sun-dried tomato pesto and split peas and then they're coated in crispy breadcrumbs okay so i haven't read much about actually that's not true i did see <laughs> i did see some tweets people were not totally impressed with mcdonald's for releasing this they're like, why are you giving us this veggie mush? We want like we want we want fast chicken. food junk food chicken, yeah. which but it's a step, guys. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I don't like. I don't think the way like even if it's not something you would eat, and you can express that it's not something you would eat. There are people that do want to eat it, and there are people that want to try it, and there are like it's a step if you just like if McDonald's releases something, and then people are like, what is this? This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm mcdonald's like why are we releasing anything because mm-hmm. they're just gonna trash everything that we release it's either too healthy or too bad for you so. yeah <laughs> and it also kind of seems like especially in this article it kind of seems like they're trying to gear it towards yeah. kids so parents can take their kids to mcdonald's and if these things taste decent enough maybe yeah. trick their kids into eating more vegetables <laughs> hopefully veggies Cause that's always a struggle so always a struggle maybe that will work it's a um, struggle even for me you know me too me too <laughs> But uh, we can move on to something we both love. Yes. Pizza. Pizza for life. So Pizza Hut has a new pepperoni. Mm. They're spelling pepperoni with an H. Pepperfoni? Pepperfoni? Pepperfoni. Oh, okay. Pepperfoni. I get it. 
Um, so it's a pea protein vegan pepperoni, and they're using BioLife cheese on this new pizza. I hope it's good because like Pizza Hut was my favorite pizza. Yeah. Okay, and then we've also got Subway with their meatless meatball marinara sub, which I think we might have here. Yeah. Sub. Is that Mr. Sub here? I. Okay, I don't know if I was seeing things, but I swear I saw a sign going up at work at the subway that said plant-based meatball subs. I One of them has it here. Yeah. I just don't remember if it's Subway or I know Mr. Sub. Mr. Sub did, did have stuff, but I think that Subway is supposed to be launching stuff okay. here too. Got it. Okay, and finally, KFC launched a vegan burger and they also launched um, chicken strips, I think. No, it's just a burger. And UK is where it's at. I know, right? Wow. Except KFC did hit a little bit of controversy oh, with KFC. their launch. I did I did see this news. Yeah. Yes. So a few people reported that they were accidentally served real chicken. And yeah. Which I don't know. Like, I don't understand how it could be an accident. Because like, so I was reading an article. Yeah. There was a couple who got, was I assume it was the Probably same the article. same one. Yeah. A couple who got a chicken burger instead of the vegan chicken burger. Yeah. Like fully in the wrong box and everything. They that's just gave the them one, a chicken That's the burger. thing. It was in the wrong box. Yeah. Because like they have the labeled plant-based yeah. or whatever it is. But like the person who took their order, like they also ordered, I can't remember what it was, they were, fries Yeah, they asked like for fries and then the person said, oh, oh those are not vegan. vegan. Yeah. So they were aware that the person was looking for vegan yeah. options and then they, like, it doesn't sound I like know. an accident, but it also, like, if they're aware, why would they give them chicken and not the fries? <laughs> like, yeah. so it must have, like, they might have just grabbed one by accident that was wrong, but it's, like, very, like, it's a bright green thing on the top, so it's very confusing. I think it, it was also, they were going through the drive-thru as well, so okay. it's, I think it's easier for orders to get messed up in the drive-thru. Probably, and, yep. Like with fast food restaurants, the person who hears your order isn't uh, usually the person who's actually yeah. putting it in the bag, like putting it yeah. together. So I think it, it can be really easy for it to get me- messed up, especially when it's new to the restaurant. Yeah. The employees are still like... And it's fast food. They're just trying familiar. to get it done quickly. Yeah. So I get how it could happen, yeah. but it really sucks. And like the husband ate the whole thing yeah. before they... Realize it because yeah. things... It can be hard. Like people get confused about like, how can you eat something and not realize it's meat? But things like are like things like, are getting so good especially when you haven't eaten meat for a while yeah you don't necessarily realize that this like because you taste something you're like wow this tastes like meat and then people are like no it doesn't mm-hmm. but then you taste something you're like this definitely like everything just kind of tastes like meat so you just have to assume that it's not meat mm-hmm. which because it happened to me with uh the shawarma the shawarma yeah. i didn't eat oh the whole thing mm-hmm. uh, but i ate like probably a third of it before i was like no this isn't right mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah like i can understand like that sucks to eat a whole burger and then realize it's not yeah. it um but like this is something i've always done even when younger like i always check my order at a fast food place mm-hmm. like i always to make sure i got everything that i ordered and everything is right yeah um i mean it's hard to tell on a chicken burger because it's fried yeah but and and if you don't know they're supposed to be different packaging they did say that they googled it and they realized it should have been in a different box but then they also saw people saying it was so realistic so they're like oh it must be fine yeah but so yeah that is unfortunate yeah and i think kfc basically responded with like yeah we messed up this isn't it's i find certain places like they said we messed up and they're like here's some vouchers to go back to have a sandwich again i was like 
that's not really what people like i feel like like i'll never probably go back to wherever it was called alibaba mm-hmm. just because like it's happened twice or not ha- hasn't happened twice one i just got sick from it mm-hmm. second one it actually happened but like i don't think most people won't go back once that trust has been broken yeah um especially when it's like the very first time yeah like if you've gone a couple of times and then it happens like it happens yeah like i've gotten mayo on my a&w burger sometimes like mm-hmm. i think it was once i've gone there a lot so yeah. once out of all those times obviously it was quick they weren't paying as much attention i mean they should but it happens whatever human yeah. error is a thing that happens um but like it happens on your first time going like i feel like it would hard to get them back and offering them vouchers almost is kind of like here we still want your business sorry yeah here, come back it's it's weird i don't know how else to like how else approach a restaurant it. should approach yeah. that but yeah i mean they at least they recognized it and like going back to would you go back like i went to osmos several times before they got my order right <laughs> yeah. but now like they are actually very aware of it yeah. so they'll fully say do you want it vegetarian or vegan yeah. and then once they i say vegan they're like so no garlic like yeah. they double confirm it they i make sure that it's written on yeah. the order now I think too which it wasn't before yeah i think it's a bigger thing when it's like a condiment oh yeah for the sure main if it was the main protein i don't know if you'd be going back as much it would be a lot harder to trust yeah exactly you would almost be checking the whole way you'd be oh, like yeah. that's vegan right that one's yeah. vegan <laughs> yeah so um yeah i think when it's like because like i get mayo on my exactly. burger sometimes it happens um but uh when it's like the main protein when it's literally an animal Mm -hmm. like it's it's so much harder it it hits you different yeah um okay but yeah so i actually this is not news i don't think i don't know how long they've had it but there is a place i discovered that has a really good vegan menu oh yeah have you heard of earl's i've heard it's like kind of like a steakhouse kind of like a keg type deal is it kind of more common out west yes okay so i used to go all the time as a kid with my uncle lives in winnipeg and i used to go we used to go out there literally every visit they had the best fries ever Uh i haven't been in forever but i was looking for restaurants to go with a bunch of non-vegans so i was looking them up and i was like let's just check earl's it's around where i'll be because there's one at like king and spadina okay i think that's the location um but i was looking up they actually have a great vegan menu like what so they have beyond meat street tacos they have crispy tofu zen bowl a green dragon roll which is i don't know if it's sushi or not i can't tell it just says vegan roll with avocado yam mango cucumber and sriracha oh um vegan beyond burger vegan buffalo cauliflower vegan Uh, cauliflower and kale salad right now a vegan green salad vegan hun and kung pao and vegan quinoa and avocado power bowl oh my gosh like they have so much and it all actually sounds delicious like yeah. they have a vegan ranch dip to go with the vegan buffalo cauliflower um i think the vegan beyond burger now it says vegan beyond burger it says mayonnaise in it it doesn't say vegan mayonnaise so i think hmm. it's best to double check that kind of stuff but like like there's a really good vegan menu on here it's a steakhouse so prices are generally a little bit more expensive yeah um but like i was so surprised seriously um and the stuff's in their regular sections as well so like under burgers and more you find the vegan options mm-hmm. there as well but they have a plant-based section but the stuff is reiterated in all the normal sections too so i just thought it was so cool i didn't expect a place like this to have vegan options at all yeah i've never heard anything about that <laughs> right like i don't know when this happened yeah when they started introducing this but it's a huge menu yeah. for uh like steakhouse to have and yeah. it's like stuff that sounds delicious. It's not just like a salad. 
totally go we should go i think i we mean should you should take me because you clearly you went without me already <laughs> i haven't so. been no, you no, didn't no. go we didn't end up going okay. we went somewhere else um just because we were too busy um but yeah no i haven't gone yet okay but i want to add it to the list of places that we should go that <laughs> yes. we never go to this will be our next uh tmg team outing oh yeah a but steakhouse. yeah i really <laughs> i really just want to try this buffalo cauliflower obviously so and the beyond burger and everything, everything else that was listed other than the salads <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i figured some canadian news i yes. think i don't know if they have any in the states let me look at their locations they do have some locations in the u.s so most of their locations are Alberta and British Columbia. Yeah, that's how that's I where heard most about them. of them are. There's a couple in Manitoba, a couple in Saskatchewan, some in Ontario. Um, there's one in Mississauga Square One. There's mm. one in Burlington, one in London, uh, Toronto King Street, um, and then there's like ten in the U.S. There's one in like Chicago, one in Denver, Miami, Orlando. So they're kind of like scattered throughout the U.S. Mm-hmm. But like. The menu looks so good. So if there's one near you, go try it and let us know how it is. Nice. Okay. Now, speaking of Canadian news, I want to talk about the rumors. Yeah. The rumors. You know, Tim Hortons. We have to, it's the I'm first, sorry. The first episode of the new year. We have to mention them and they're giving us much reason to answer them. I'm stressed. <laughs> so you heard it. Did you hear it from Tori first? Yeah. I think Tori yeah. was the first one. So Tori Halpin on Instagram posted an Instagram story about how she's like up north at her cottage about how one of the Tim Hortons didn't carry the Beyond Meat um, breakfast breakfast sandwich sandwich anymore. So they had already previously taken it away from all provinces other than BC and Ontario. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was told that smaller locations were getting rid of it Mm -hmm. at that one. um, That'll only be in bigger cities. But then someone else went to one in Toronto and they said all the locations are going to stop carrying it. There's no word from Tim Hortons yet. Shocking. Um, there's also like Tim Hortons is like, I feel like famously known for not communicating with their staff very well. So we don't know which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we just feel like we have to address these rumors. If uh, whoever at Tim Hortons listens to our <laughs> podcast, which might not be anybody since soy milk isn't happening and the beyond thing might be leaving yeah but if anybody knows anything about these rumors please let us know let us know and like if you have a timmy's near you go in and maybe ask and see what's up i haven't been to a timmy's recently at all um but like that's like horrible news but anyways i'm not happy if they take away the beyond breakfast sandwich yeah no i mean i don't i'm not i don't go there that often because just money but it's such a nice option to have. And I'm already mad that they took it away from provinces yeah. that aren't as populous and have smaller cities in them. Because, like, the point of Timmy's having something like this is so that it's available to people who yeah. aren't in bigger cities. So when you just make it available to bigger cities, it's kind of silly. It's kind of yeah. like a slap in the face, you know? Um, yeah, Timmy's get it together. Yeah. That's our word for, that's our theme for 2020. Timmy's get it together. <laughs> this could be your year. To, I believe that it could be their year. <laughs> they really just like focus down and be like, guys, we need to figure out what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be your year. So that's going to be it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles. <laughs> crumbles. All right. It's January. I think you mean Veganuary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, it's vegan's favorite month of the year. <laughs> How do you explain veganuary to someone who doesn't know what it is? Veganuary is just like an awareness month. Mm. It's like an awareness month for vegans to really just like promote veganism and convince people to just try it for a month it's like a campaign mm-hmm. it started in the uk right i think so and it started to get more popular i think more it's attention the smartest thing veganism here. has ever done really i think so why and i think they picked the best month for it because, because new year yeah P- people and their resolutions and people trying to eat healthier and all this stuff i think it's super smart because i don't think it's like there are obviously things that are like really in your face but i think veganuary like, I don't know if it's an organization that runs this. If I think it is an actual brand. I yeah. think it is. Yeah, it is. Like, the way they approach it is so chill, but also like, hey, this is important, but like, just try it out. Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't feel that much pressure. And I know a lot of people actually do Veganuary mm-hmm. and they've made it this trendy thing to do. And like, it might be a silly reason to try something because it's trendy, but a lot of people do those things because it's trendy. And don't fault those reasons because I'm sure there's also a lot of people who stay that way because they started something trending. They're like, you know what? I actually kind of like this. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to stick with it. I get it. All this stuff. So don't get mad at people who try trendy things. Sometimes it works. <laughs> um, no, I think I think it's the smartest thing veganism has ever done because it's approachable. It is. It has like all of the parts of PETA that I want PETA to embrace more and less without of, the aggression yeah right exactly and they're more focused on like here's some resources that yeah will be helpful here's how you can substitute this and here's how you can do this and less about like you need to save these animals which is obviously the mission of mm-hmm. this whole thing no one's forgetting that but like you don't need to scream at people in order to get there be like here's some resources here's this you can watch this documentary you can read this article here's how you cook this and cook this and here's really good recipes it's so much more fun mm-hmm. than the rest of veganism. <laughs> like, it's so less depressing, which, I mean, animal cruelty is a very depressing thing to think about. But it's it makes veganism seem friendlier, more approachable, and more doable, I find. Mm-hmm. And I think because they've made it such, like, a campaign and such a movement, yeah. you get a lot of vegans like coming in and be like okay who's doing veganuary how can i help yeah, you like exactly. we're here to help you like everyone kind of bands together yeah and i hope that the voice that is the loudest is the ones are the ones that are like we just want to help you we don't want to like scare you or pressure you or be like super aggressive yeah. and i think that veganuary tends to attract more of the vegans that are like that yeah. as opposed to the ones that are super yeah vigilant um and what's the nice thing about this is that veganuary is like growing pretty rapidly it seems like it's becoming getting more and more attention every year that i think it's almost like it's a season now like you know when the holiday season starts that kind of stuff and people like oh it's veganuary now like it's almost becoming just a part of people's calendar months and calendar years now that like brands talk about it and all these people talk about it and the hashtags are going off and all this stuff so like it's just like kind of a part of people's thing now Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool yeah i mean we probably see it way more just because like we're we're so in that area but i it is growing like i saw i think their goal for this year was three hundred and fifty thousand people to sign up and they've hit that goal so i'm sure they're going to surpass it yeah it's only like january 5th today and people can still sign up yeah um so yeah i think it's really cool i think it's really fun you see like restaurants hop on board too and like offer more vegan options and things like that so i think it's really cool and the fact that so many companies plan to launch products in january because Mm -hmm of veganuary and because people have that mindset to make healthy changes like all the fact that all of those things happen just kind of shows 
how um positive and how much of an impact veganism can have when it's done this way yeah so i think like veganuary is great for getting people's attention but it's also just it's done so well yeah it's such a good it's such a yeah they did it so well it's organized so well people who support it are really positive people for the most part um and like people are so helpful Mm -hmm. like it's it's brings so much awareness because like not only do like influencers want to hop on the uh the tale that is veganuary using the hashtag and all that stuff because you get a lot of views when you put anything veganuary in your title mm-hmm. but like they're also just offering general helpful knowledge that is good for even vegans to hear mm-hmm. some vegans go into veganism without fully knowing whatever how everything works and all that kind of stuff so i think it's just a nice month to really just educate yourself about veganism and all aspects of it yeah and like for us when i go like when i'm going through twitter and i'm reading like veganuary tweets i'm like reminding myself what it's like to be in that beginner mm-hmm. mindset and how we can help and like yeah. what that's really like it's almost kind of fun too like especially on a from a blog perspective which we haven't done it much this year but we did it in the past where like it's kind of fun to take january as like let's make some approachable recipes yeah. like not all the time has to be these really extreme like seitan and all make your own seitan and do all this and do all this which is great if you do that but most people who are starting out won't do that yeah so it's kind of nice that people kind of like band together and january is a very approachable month we're like here this is how you can cook tofu really well this vegetable works and this and this and like it's nice to just have these like simple really recipes that like people are used to but just made vegan Mm mm-hmm um i like to see the content change in january versus the rest of the year yeah we're gonna try and keep that going right yes <laughs> yeah no that's my focus my focus is to pretend it's january all year long <laughs> <laughs> so everything's approachable everything's like plant focused yeah less about the things that like we might have access to but a lot of other people don't mm-hmm. yeah but we're still gonna do some stuff with oyster of mushrooms course. right because like of course damn of course like we're still obviously gonna have those recipes that yeah. are like these are amazing we probably won't make them that often because they're harder to make but they're so good they need to be out there mm-hmm. <laughs> but like mostly we'll be focusing on those easy approachable just delicious plant heavy recipes mm-hmm. um so what did you want to talk about did you want to like well, there's like that other side of veganuary, which you're seeing a little bit, like I told you about. So Jan Arden, yes, who is Jan. a Canadian singer, songwriter. Animal advocate. Yeah. So she tweeted about being vegan and how like stop stopping eating animals was one of the best decisions she made. Yeah. And since she tweeted that tweet, she's just like had so much hate this is, thrown towards her. This is a thing that I hate about... Um, those like strongly anti-vegans and obviously there are strongly vegans who do it to the yeah. other side as well but like it's not even a tweet saying hey go vegan it was literally a tweet about her decision and how she felt about it and people are like whoa 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 why are you trying to get me to stop eating meat yeah. and you're like wait what <laughs> like so wait when you post a photo of a burger or talk about how good a burger was is that you trying to convince me to eat that burger no mm-hmm. that's you just posting about how delicious your meal was mm-hmm. let jan arden post about how awesome this decision was for her like it's so weird it is and um within like the thread of all those tweets i came across an article that was about why veganism tends to spark yeah. this outrage in people and they broke it down into like i think it was like five different reasons uh-huh. and uh, some of them are overlapping like a lot of the theme was people who are not vegan feel like when you talk about your veganism you're 
inadvertently like challenging their, their way of life yeah and like some kind of implied like superiority thing yeah. so that's why they automatically get defensive which i think is just veganism's fault of how it branded itself throughout um and i think that's changing yeah i think veganism is becoming more approachable but obviously like a lot of times you just that's like where the whole thing came of like how do you know if someone's vegan they'll tell you yeah okay <laughs> how else will i know i'm getting a vegan meal <laughs> Um, so it's like that whole, it's just the way that people associate veganism with, even if you're just being like, Hey, this burger was so good. Hashtag plant-based. And they're like, Whoa, 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 calm mm-hmm. down. I'm not going vegan. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like they're just used to being attacked by vegans. Exactly. But there's also like, there's sort of a psychological side to it because it brings in the idea of cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Dissonance. I think I'm saying yeah. that right. So people who are still eating meat they might know that they don't want animals to be harmed, but they're still eating meat. And they're aware of this contradiction in their lifestyle. So when something comes along that like makes them remember that and challenge that, that also triggers them. Yeah. Even if this like um, vegan reputation for being like very vigilant, vigilante, Vigilante. if that didn't exist, they could still feel the need to defend themselves because they're psychologically still kind of feeling like, there's, I know I don't want the animals to die, but I'm still eating the animals. Yeah. Please don't remind me of this contradiction. My, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's another thing is just like change probably. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about this earlier. Change doesn't necessarily always go over well. Yeah. That was one of the things because it, it food can be linked so much to tradition and culture. Yeah. So when you challenge that, people get defensive. Yeah, of that. exactly. Especially like when it comes down to food and like you think of like the recipes you grew up eating and the meals you grew up eating. Like I grew up eating all the things that I remember I grew up eating involved animal mm-hmm. ingredients. So imagine someone who's so strongly tied to their roots and who they are and like their cultural dishes and their cultural um, norms and the ways of life. Imagine you being like, you need to stop all that mm-hmm. instead of like, cause like that's kind of what it seems like we're telling them to do, even though we're not, you yeah. can just be like, you can just sub this here and still have the awesome taste of this cultural meal that you like so much just with this but like so many cultures involve animal products and all this stuff and like it's almost like you're attacking who they are exactly that is that's one of the things they talk about in the article it's interesting too they talk about um some studies that were done these are a little bit old because i think it was 2015 yeah but just like the average attitude towards people with like different perspectives Uh uh-huh and the only people viewed more negatively than vegans and vegetarians were drug addicts. Wow. Yeah. So we're I just mean, so triggering. I mean, drug addicts also shouldn't be viewed negatively, but wow. But why are we right next to it's, them? It's very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like that's 2015 and I do feel like it's not as extreme. Yeah. Like no, we're I, making, pro- I want to believe I, we're making progress. I think so. Um... I don't know for sure, but I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I can understand when people get defensive to a point. Mm-hmm. It's it's the things like Jan Arden tweeting about how it was the best decision she's ever made. And the reaction that people gave to that, that stuff I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it can be like just a whatever, a mental thing that you keep, just don't control or whatever because it's just there. But um I just, I don't know. It's so hard to 
grasp because like if she was like she also talked about not drinking alcohol no one talked about that mm-hmm. like no one was mad to be like whoa you're trying to get me to stop drinking beer what's wrong with you how dare you not support the so, liquor like, stores it's one of those things that because like like if she had said stopping smoking was the best decision i've ever made people would be like awesome so happy for you all this no one would be like what the heck are you trying to get me to get rid of my cigarettes mm-hmm. it's just because it's still so new and things still have to be linked and people still have to understand like everyone knows cigarettes are bad for you mm-hmm. everyone knows alcohol is bad for you mm-hmm. um doesn't mean you can't partake in it go for it if you want to but like people know that association already mm-hmm. people are still trying to figure out the association with animal products yeah. of certain things whether or not they're bad for you or not whatever the thing is people are still trying to figure out what actually is with each thing yeah and even as a vegan myself when people like come at me and like try to challenge what i eat sometimes i don't even know how to respond and it's such it's such a weird thing how as soon as someone learns that you're a vegan they'll automatically be like oh yeah but isn't like this cause just as much harm or they'll either say that or they'll say yeah but i i mean i only eat meat like twice a week yeah like they automatically go those two directions they either get defensive or they try and talk about how you aren't actually doing as much as you think you are basically yeah or like they're trying to cut down yeah in 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 the same way it's both being defensive of their lifestyle but i don't know for certain things like i don't get a lot of that anymore which is nice Mm -hmm um but for certain things like if there's just like too much i was like i'd like for things like when they're like but this also causes harm and this also causes harm i'm like yeah it's horrible and you'll try and cut that down but i'd rather do the thing that i know i can do now Mm -hmm. than do nothing at all like i know i can cut out meat and i know Mm -hmm. meat is horrible on the environment so why not cut out meat Mm -hmm. the other thing i will you can try and find ways to get there but it's harder to do because it's in like everything or whatever the whatever it is um so like i just things like that it's so hard to reason with people like that when it's like i get that it's that is a horrible thing for the environment but like you can do this Mm -hmm. you don't have to eat meat for the most part like some people i'm sure might need to whatever it is but like you don't need to eat meat in order to get all your nutrients that you need and whatever else you need so why do it at all if you don't have to do it and like wouldn't you rather do something than nothing Mm -hmm. like i never understood that mentality of like oh it's my one effort isn't going to help so i may as well do nothing at all i've never understood that mentality and i just i hate being put in that position where all of a sudden they're getting defensive and then i start feeling like i need to defend myself but i also i don't want to get into a debate because either like that's just not me yeah to begin with but also i'm like maybe i don't know enough to actually speak on this i don't want to say something that's wrong yeah even though i think what they're saying isn't totally right like they'll be like doesn't um farming soy take up just as much land and then it's like well a lot of that soy goes to feeding the cows that you're eating and then people are like i don't eat tofu because of the hormones in it i'm like well be careful of the hormones in the meat you are eating yeah because those are the bad you're hor- actually getting animal hormones. you're getting more hormones yeah. from the animals being given bad hormones i think people forget because like tofu has been so associated with that i think people forget that animals produce estrogen and uh testosterone that's it <laughs> they both produce like they're like any other animal like humans they and produce they're that being stuff. injected with growth hormones exactly. so that they are bigger and we can get more meat yeah out of them. so 
it's it's hard like i don't like to debate either right and like sometimes i do like i don't mind going back and forth with things like this is what i know this would thing but after a point it just gets so exhausting and you're yeah. like you're just arguing for the sake of arguing like you're arguing in like obviously both sides when you try and debate with someone you obviously both have an agenda you're trying to make them see veganism in a better view they're trying to make you realize that veganism isn't all that great or whatever it is mm-hmm. but like it gets to a certain point where you're like you're just i was like I'm not going to not be vegan because you're telling me that my small effort isn't doing anything. I think it is. And I think my small effort combined with everyone else's small effort is actually a pretty big effort. Um, That like, I'm just like, there's no point. Like we're not going to come to a consensus here. Mm -hmm. Like I understand why you have those viewpoints, but like there's no point arguing about it. If you're not willing to, uh, if you're not willing to like back down on anything you're saying, and I'm obviously not willing to do that. Why are we even arguing? Like, there's no point. Yeah. And your food choices are such a personal choice. Like, I don't want to be debating this with you. This is my life choice. If you want to debate me making unhealthy life choices, let's talk about how much coffee I drink. (laughs) Honestly. Exactly. Like, you can argue with me about how much sugar I eat and how much chips I eat on a daily basis and all that stuff. But, like, when it comes to arguing about whether or not I want to kill an animal... I just like I don't I just I can never understand even the health side of it like like the coffee and all this stuff I just don't understand how anybody's diet affects anybody else yeah I just don't get it like from both sides I don't get how like yeah from a moral perspective it sucks when you see people especially people that you know eating animals it sucks it's horrible but like it doesn't affect you Mm -hmm. and don't let it affect you because then that's when they kind of win yeah when you get so stressed about it and so caught up about it and always feel like you need to argue and all this stuff you don't just like live your life show them that you're pretty badass you have delicious food and maybe they'll come around maybe they won't whatever Mm -hmm. it happens you know Uh, and like i love when people will genuinely be curious and just ask questions about it but i find when i get those questions like as soon as they bring up veganism i'm automatically like ready to be defensive yeah and then they're like no i'm just curious like oh okay (laughs) because usually i just make a sarcastic joke oh i eat i eat grass yeah but then they actually want to know i'm like oh okay we're gonna have a real conversation about this (laughs) i eat grass that's it actually though i I actually fry the grass (laughs) (laughs) you know i can't be too healthy (laughs) did i tell you that i eat a lot of oreos (laughs) i don't get actually a lot of questions anymore which is nice i still do i get a lot at work yeah yeah from the same people or from different people new people yeah see i don't see a lot of new people yeah um but i did so i've been bringing a lot of baked goods into work Mm. and um one of the things that i've noticed and i told you about this earlier is that people are so shocked when baked goods taste the same which blows my mind to me baked goods was always the easiest thing Mm -hmm. to make taste the same as opposed to like trying to replace a steak dinner with something um so like i brought in those chocolate chip cookies and everyone's like, this This is vegan. This is amazing. I was like, yeah, it's still just sugar and oil. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. It's just using slightly different ingredients. <laughs> you know that you love the sugar in the cookies, not the egg and the butter, yeah. right? And like there's vegan butter. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't actually taste those things. Those things are actually just used to bind ingredients together and hold the shape. You taste the sugar. You mm-hmm. taste the chocolate. You taste whatever else the flavor additions are. You don't actually taste the things that are binding. And it, you don't taste the chemistry that's added into it. You don't which taste is what the science which is what the egg and the butter is in there for i mean every ingredient is part of it but like you don't taste those things Mm -hmm. i mean you taste the butter but you can get that butter taste from butter's just fat 
you just like the fat taste you don't necessarily oh, yeah. like the butter taste yeah i do um but yeah they brought like someone brought some home and like everyone was so shocked they were vegan i was like i'm glad like i'm glad it made a difference but i'm still always so surprised that yeah. people are so shocked that cookies can taste just as good vegan that i didn't think was a learning curve people needed to know because it's still just sugar mm-hmm. and fat <laughs> mm-hmm. um but it's nice to know that like all those little changes are helping yeah um but yeah a lot of people actually at work eat veggie it's nice so yeah for those who are going vegan this month or trying it out um whether the whatever the reasons are i think when people try something out or when they go vegan you get really passionate right away about Mm -hmm. your new change especially if it's working for you don't let the people who aren't doing it and the people who get defensive about you doing it tear you down and stress you out and like do all this stuff Mm -hmm. like let them eat what they want to eat and you just eat what you want to eat you do you exactly as jane arden says jan arden <laughs> says you do you because <laughs> i think someone tweeted being like i love your music i love your tv show but i also love eating meat and she's just like okay you do you, do you. you. <laughs> <laughs> jan arden you got this <laughs> right um devin anything to add to the veganuary listeners that's it just and don't worry about being perfect yeah that's the one thing i tell people all the time because like i ate meat last year because yeah. i mean it wasn't my fault but like <laughs> It happens. And when I first went vegan, that was one of the biggest things I was worried about it's was like, like making a mistake and then being judged for it. And then like all of the emotions that could go along yeah. with that. And then I realized uh, it's not really the end of the world. If I make a mistake, I learn from it. That's it. And then you don't do it again. Yeah. Hopefully. So I'm not perfect. Like, especially when you're new at something, you're new at it for a reason. You've never done it before. It's mm-hmm. hard. You're not you don't just intuitively know what's vegan and what's not mm-hmm. or that hey this cookie might not have a might not be vegan or hey this random noodle might not be vegan or whatever you don't know those things so it's fine yeah just learn from your mistakes just keep learning yes um do you also want to mention the bonus so we're actually going to be putting out a bonus episode this week because one of our mukbangs from for our patreon mukbangers we talked all about veganuary we talked about why we went vegan some of our struggles some advice like our favorite recipes and it's just a really good episode that we kind of want to highlight and usually only our tmg mukbangers would get to hear that Mm -hmm. so to help it reach more people we are going to release the audio as a bonus podcast episode yeah so that will be coming out later this week the mukbang isn't out yet but maybe we'll time it so they both come out at the same time and then that's double the veganuary content for you this week yeah um, so you get some more information. I don't really remember what we talked about, if I'm being honest, but Devin said it was good. So. It was good stuff. Um, yeah. So hopefully it's some little extra information as you approach your Veganuary journey mm-hmm. and make it a V-February journey. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. That has such a ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's it. All right. That's going to be it for this episode of camera eats first i almost said i was uh, i was thinking tmg (laughs) (laughs) you can check out all of our vegan recipes at twomarketgirls.com we are two market girls on youtube twitter instagram pinterest facebook you name it we're on it and uh be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes yeah uh send us a voice message if you like our new name Woo! (laughs) okay bye bye